Hi, I'm Jason Flom. Usually, I interview extraordinary people who've been on the wrong end of wrongful convictions. Now, welcome to my new series, Righteous Convictions, where I speak with some of today's most prominent and active agents of change. Our guest today saw the need for change in a city that is ground zero for many of the problems that plague our criminal legal system. And he decided to stop them right at the source. When you mass produce convictions, you compromise on accuracy. And that is what has left us, the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana, with an outsized percentage of people who are factually innocent rotting away in jail. What do you think that percentage is? God, there's no way for us to calculate the number of people who are buried in a pine box in Angola State Penitentiary who are factually innocent, but we will never hear their story. Now, as the newly elected DA of Orleans Parish, he intends to not only make the changes necessary for better outcomes in the future, but also to make good for the many wrongs of the past. Orleans Parish District Attorney and former board member of the Innocence Project of New Orleans, Jason Williams, right now on Righteous Convictions. We're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical billing expert, finding savings can seem impossible. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance and flags errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Saving starts with knowing where to look. Visit HealthLock.com today before you see another healthcare provider. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome back to Righteous Convictions. Today, I'm smiling as I'm going to introduce you to one of my favorite people, Jason Williams, who is the brand new DA of the most incarcerated county in the most incarcerated city in the most incarcerated state in the most incarcerated country in the world, Orleans Parish in New Orleans, Louisiana. Jason, Welcome to Righteous Convictions. Uh, thank you for having me on the show, man. It's good to be with you. Uh, Jason is a chronic overachiever who has done some really incredible things. And I, I'm not exaggerating when I say that. And Jason is one of the most progressive DAs in the country, never was a prosecutor. But Jason, let's go back to the beginning. So you grew up in New Orleans, right? I actually grew up in two places, Atlanta, Georgia, and New Orleans. My parents got divorced when I was about one. And so I spent summers in New Orleans and the school year in Atlanta. And what was it like growing up? I guess that was what, the uh, early 90s, right? Or late yeah, 80s? Late 80s, early 90s. Uh, but yeah, it was a tale of two cities for me. In Atlanta, I went to a private school where, you know, my day was pretty much filled from morning until almost bedtime because of all the extracurricular activities. Any police officer I met in Atlanta, at least in my neighborhood, was generally a planned encounter or a good encounter. 
Whereas in the city of New Orleans, it was a very, very different scenario because there wasn't the same type of organized school activities, organized sports, the same way that it existed in the city of Atlanta for me. And so it was very easy to see what the lack of attention to young people combined with the over-policing of communities could really give folks a very different experience. And you mentioned it, Jason, New Orleans is ground zero for unfairness in the criminal legal system for a variety of different reasons. And I was able to kind of see that dichotomy growing up. So let's talk about your journey, Tulane Law, right? And then you are now the district attorney, but you never were a prosecutor. And that's really unusual. You know, I'm going to just say it's wonderful because we need DAs who come from that side of the bar, who have a different kind of understanding. And let's not forget, you served for about 10 years on the board of the Innocence Project of New Orleans, an incredible organization. So take us through that trajectory. You know, I started off handling cases at Tulane and broad while I was still in law school through the criminal law clinic with the supervising attorney. She was amazing. She's about four feet tall. Her name is Betty Cole. And she just was a powerhouse in terms of standing up for people's rights. And that stuck with me. Soon after graduating, I started my own practice. The problem for me was the rate that this system was churning through black, brown, and beige bodies, defending these cases one case at a time just was not having a significant impact on stopping mass incarceration and wrongful convictions here in the city of New Orleans. I started working pro bono with the Innocence Project, and then I joined the board to help grow the organization so that it could help more people. And then eventually I was appointed to be a judge by the Supreme Court in 2003. And then I ran for the city council because I saw an opportunity to change the dynamic about what we thought needed policing in the city of New Orleans. So we engaged in municipal bail reform, reducing our pretrial jail population. We endeavored to decriminalize marijuana so that now we were writing summonses for folks rather than putting people in jail and arresting them, trying to figure out ways that we could combat 300 years of over-policing and over-prosecuting certain people is what I've done and others have done in the city. And to be honest with you, the one actor that was most responsible for architecting this amount of injustice and mass incarceration, in my opinion, was the DA. And so I began challenging some of the choices that he was making, like putting rape victims in jail to make them testify against their perpetrator and putting domestic violence survivors in jail to make them testify. What do you mean they were locking up victims? Who locks up victims? People find it hard to believe until they actually see the case and hear from the person. But rape and domestic abuse survivors who had decided that they were too traumatized to testify and were reticent to testify... He was asking for material witness warrants and actually jailing victims and survivors to force and compel their testimony in court. And in one instance in particular, a domestic abuse survivor was jailed longer than her abuser because even though after he was convicted, he got probation. And so she was jailed to compel her testimony at his trial. And when he was convicted, he didn't even get as much time as she served. So if that's not a perverse view of the role of a prosecutor, uh, I don't know what is. 
it's beyond. I don't have the right words for that. Um, but that ain't that ain't going to be happening under your watch. I took him on politically from the city council, and I've ran on a platform of ending mass incarceration, putting a stake in the ground, saying this office will no longer be a Jim Crow office, and it will treat victims and survivors with respect, and it will also treat defendants with respect. And that's something that has been missing for a very long time. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. So before you spent time on the bench as a judge and served as president of the city council, you had had a winning record as a defense attorney and often did pro bono work for the public defender's office, which a couple of years back was in a a serious crisis where they refused to take on any violent felony cases. I saw a piece about it on 60 Minutes because they simply didn't have the financial or physical bandwidth to handle this crazy onslaught of cases, right? 20,000 cases a year. So can you give us any insight into that crisis and the role that you played from your seat on the city council? Basically what you had was a DA's office getting funding from the city at a rate much higher than the public defender's office was getting, but they were handling roughly the same amount of cases. So it, it just meant that you know, they didn't have the investigations of the police department. Of course, the DA's office did. But you really were setting up people for failure because you had lawyers that were overworked, outgunned from a resource perspective. And the public defender's office basically was saying, look, we're not going to take more cases because we cannot handle them effectively. And that position forced the judges and the city and others to figure out how to correct the inadequacies of the system. And one of my last pieces of work on the city council was to take money away from the office I now sit in and to deliver that to the public defender's office to increase their budget and to finally try to achieve some degree of parity between prosecution and defense. And I'm now working within a drastically reduced budget and we're successfully meeting the needs of the office. It's extraordinary when you just do the math, right? If, if these lawyers were handling 400 cases a year on average, and there's only 365 days, and the courts aren't open on weekends. So they're handling more than one case a day. So you don't have to be a legal scholar to understand that they can't possibly mount an effective defense for almost any of their clients. So that ends up with pleas. And, and in fact, we know it was not uncommon for their lawyers not to even show up. Absolutely. Not because they're lazy, but because they're tied up down the hall in another section of court and you can't be two places at one time. And when they're finally there, they're encouraging a person to plead guilty. And oftentimes it's because there just has not been enough time to do a thorough investigation. And because of the upcharging, 
charging someone with a crime that is far more severe than the offense. And then the threat of the multiple bill, meaning you, you're really facing a year in jail, but because of the use of the multiple offender law, you're now facing up to 20 years. So people believe that they're doing the right thing by telling a client, well, if you plead guilty today, they're not going to file the multiple bill, which puts an innocent person in the position of weighing the rest of their life versus being exonerated for a crime they did not commit. Most people would take the choice of saying, you know what, let me just plead guilty because I can't take the chance. I have kids, I have a life, I, I can't spend the rest of my life in prison. I don't think we can appropriately or accurately describe the magnitude of what you're describing, because this isn't one person in court that is having this conversation. It's multiple people in 12 sections of court all day having this conversation. And then you can very easily see how we became the most incarcerated place in the world. The city of New Orleans has been ground zero for the unfairness of the American criminal legal system in every way, whether it relates to misdemeanors, to traffic, to bail bonds and cash bail and wrongful convictions. It's not just the big cases. It's everything, including the school to prison pipeline. What do you say to people who say, Wow, this Jason Williams guy or Larry Krasner, crime's going to go crazy. Of course, we know like in San Francisco where Chesa Boudin has reduced the jail population by about 50%. And according to the SFPD's own statistics, crime is down in San Francisco 35.9%. So that would certainly fly in the face of those arguments. But I'm sure you must get hit with that. You know, what are you going to do to protect us? You, you don't want to lock all these people up. Do you hear that a lot? And what's your answer to that? It came up a lot during the campaign. Some of the folks running against me were really from that school of tough on crime, prosecute as many people as you can, arrest as many people as you can, and then try to give them as much time as you can. But when you look at the 1990s to today, how many people we've churned through the system we have had the poorest public safety outcomes, murder rate sky high, armed robbery rate sky high. When you look at those things, there's been a direct correlation between the over-policing and over-prosecuting with increases in crime. And when you talk to sociologists, the science is pretty clear that you do not make your city safer by putting more bodies in jail. You actually make it less safe and you reduce trust in the system then witnesses don't want to come forward and they don't want to participate. When that trust is severed with the public, and this has been shown again and again, they will not call the police because they have every reason to fear that if they do, the situation is going to deteriorate further and faster. So crime goes up. You start looking at retaliatory crime because people are not using the legal system to resolve these issues. They take it upon themselves. And so you have retaliation going back and forth from family to family or block to block, but it happens throughout this country. I think the public made it very clear in my election that they agree that the things that have been tried in the past weren't working and they are prepared and ready for us to finally be smart on crime, right? To confront the sins of the past, to maybe invest in people in the front end and our young people get better outcomes out of them before there is ever a victim. So now by some <laughs> sort of miracle of the universe organizing itself in the correct way, you now are the man, right? What's your plan? In order to create real reform, 
it's important that we bring the best and brightest local and national talent into this office. My first appointment was Emily Maul as chief of our civil rights division. She's a former lawyer in the Louisiana Supreme Court, Chief Justice Johnson's office, former director of our Innocence Project here in New Orleans. I've appointed Ben Cohen as the chief of appeals Coming in from Ohio, Ben is one of the most respected appellate litigators. He's brought four cases to the United States Supreme Court. He's won three of those. He has served as a lead attorney in Ramos versus Louisiana, toppling Jim Crow era laws that have been on the books in this state for far too long. I appointed Tanae Felix as chief of our juvenile division. Tanae is a former attorney with LCCR, Louisiana Center for Children's Rights. I'm not the only person who is worked on the other side of the aisle. It gives you a very unique perspective about what a good case is, what a bad case is, how to build stronger cases. One of our first areas that, that we're standing up is this civil rights division so that we can correct the sins of the past first. I recognize the previous administration absolutely have caused harm to this community, whether it was on our watch or not. It's certainly our job to address the harm and injustices so that we can instill some trust in the system, in our office, and respect back into the office. When you mass produce convictions, you compromise on accuracy. And that is what has left us, the city of New Orleans and the state of Louisiana, with an outsized percentage of people who are factually innocent rotting away in jail. What do you think that percentage is? God, it's high. The accurate number is far higher than anything we can calculate because there's no way for us to calculate the number of people who were buried in a pine box in Angola State Penitentiary who were factually innocent. But we will never hear their story. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Are you spending more time in your basement now that it's your rec room, office, kids' playroom, or home gym? Well, you need to ventilate those spaces to remove stagnant, musty air. For over 20 years, the Easy Breathe Ventilation System exchanges dirty, damp air for cleaner, drier, healthier air. Take charge of your indoor air with your own Easy Breathe Ventilation System. You can get it installed, or DIY kits are available. Just call 866-822-7328 or visit TakeChargeOfYourAir.com and receive 20% off today. I often tell our listeners on our other podcast, Wrongful Conviction, that if they're ever picked up and brought to the police station for whatever reason, 
the only thing they should say is their name and I want a lawyer and then stop talking. Is there some piece of useful advice you could give? Yeah, I mean, you're giving them great advice, Jason. I have never seen anyone successfully talk their way out of an arrest. That's an urban myth. So there's no reason to even try, right? It is a job that is best left up to competent counsel, right? So the only advice I would ever give is the same advice I give to my 14-year-old, my 15-year-old now, I just had a birthday, is to be respectful, to not make any sudden moves, and allow the fate to be handled in a court of law rather than a police station or on a street corner. Yeah, that's good advice too. And I know it's it, it, it makes me sick to think about how many fathers, black fathers, have to have that same conversation with their children. I feel like people are starting to understand the gravity of the problem and we are on the verge of change. And it's, it's obviously true because there you are against all odds. A defense lawyer is now the district attorney of Orleans Parish in New Orleans, which is just fucking great. <laughs> I have to say so. It's just fucking great because this is top of the funnel shit, right? We got to stop it at the top of the funnel. And people like you are going to be such an important part of that solution. So you're diverting more cases. You're keeping juveniles out of adult court, ending the use of the habitual offender statute that allowed for sentence increases. There's so many more we could talk about it all day. For people who are listening and inspired by your words and your course of action, how can they join you? What can they do to be part of the change? I encourage people to, to follow us at Run With Jason, follow us with OPDA uh, on social media, listen to podcasts like yours, get involved, realize that it is your tax dollars that are being misspent to achieve perverse goals, right? Locking people up is not making you safer. And get involved in how money is spent in your town so that we can spend it on prevention, investing in young people rather than trying to repair them after 20 or 30 years of hurt. Everyone has a role to play. Your tax dollars are involved in this thing. So now we turn to our closing. First of all, thank you again for you know, taking the time. I know how busy you are to be here on Righteous Convictions. The mic is yours. Jason Williams, Orleans Parish District Attorney and all around good guy. Thank you again, Jason, for, for doing what you do. It is changing people's minds and it's changing people's hearts. And it's going to make the country a safer and more equitable place. We are building the best team and putting them in this office to correct the sins of the past, to disrupt the school to prison pipeline and really laying a foundation that will allow us to be laser focused on violent crime, on domestic violence, on unsolved murders, on sexual assault cases. So a lot of people will tell you that criminal justice reform is an experiment and that it is antithetical with public safety. And the truth of the matter is when you realize that you are focusing on people who are actually hurting people and creating the space and resources to do that better. The only way you do that is by getting rid of the riffraff and the overuse of the habitual offender law and the failed war on drugs. That is what I call, and that is what is being smart on crime, using taxpayer dollars the way that you've heard people crying out for this past summer right? Investing in people, investing in better outcomes, and really going after the people that have hurt people. But we can't just do that from today on. We've got to look back at all the harm that's been caused and make sure that we're correcting those things and making sure that anybody that was convicted with a Jim Crow era jury 
gets a fair shot and fairness will take us where we need to be. It is not antithetical to public safety. It will make us safer. Thank you for listening to Righteous Convictions. I'd like to thank our production team, Connor Hall, Jeff Clyburn, and Kevin Wardis. The music in this production was supplied by three-time Oscar-nominated composer Jay Ralph. Follow us on Instagram at Wrongful Conviction, on Twitter at Wrong Conviction, and on Facebook at Wrongful Conviction Podcast. Righteous Convictions is a production of Lava for Good Podcast in association with Signal Company Number 1. Are you ready to take charge of your health journey? Look no further than Trinity School of Natural Health. With their flexible online programs, you can receive the comprehensive education you need to care for your loved ones or step into the thriving field of natural health. Why choose Trinity? Because their programs offer more than just coursework. You'll interact with experienced instructors, connect with like-minded peers, and even participate in optional live events to hone your skills. If you've ever thought about becoming a certified natural health professional, the CNHP program at Trinity School of Natural Health is the perfect certification course. You'll equip yourself with the knowledge and skills to make a real difference in the lives of others. Turn your passion for natural health into a rewarding career. Visit trinityschool.org today to learn more about the Certified Natural Health Professional Certification Program. Go to trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Trinity School of Natural Health. Transform your life. Transform the world. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.